0: Welcome to the Liberated Life. Get ready to free your mind, body, and spirit in business and pleasure. Now, here's your host, Robin Quinn Keane. Hi, this is Robin. Welcome to the Liberated Life. I have a friend of mine here today. Her name is Janessa McKenzie, and she's a business coach and brand strategist and host of her own podcast called the Elevate Podcast, helping coaches, course creators, healers, creative entrepreneurs, and online experts who are ready to tap into their true badassery and create and grow powerful brands that attract soulmate clients and make sales fun and easy. I love all of that. So great. Women entrepreneurs who are ready to end their battle with self-sabotage, regain their kick-ass confidence and create the business and life of their dreams. Janessa, welcome. That's a big introduction. I love everything that you
1: <laughs> Hi, Robin. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. We met through a networking group a few months ago and I really enjoyed my conversations with Janessa that I've had to date and I thought it would just be really cool to have her here. And because she has her own podcast too, it's kind of nice to be on somebody else's every once in a while, right Janessa?
1: It is, yes. Yeah, I've been doing a lot this week actually. It's been fun.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's really great. So Janessa, tell me a little bit about, you You know, I said a lot about what you do when I introduced you, but as a business coach and brand strategist, what is your favorite thing to do with clients? What do you love to do?
1: Oh, that's a good question, Robin. Um, I love watching people shift their perspectives. Mm -hmm. I love watching people go from you know, that stuck, overwhelmed, frustrated business person to, oh my God, I I can do this. Like I'm worth it and I can do it and anything is possible and I'm, I am a badass.
0: (laughs) That's really good. And Janessa, you and I have talked a little bit. People can have all the great intentions and be really excited about the thing that they're building. That happens with my clients, right? I, I know a lot of people like that, super excited but at the end of the day, a lot of people never get their stuff done. And I'm really convinced that mindset is the piece that always gets in the way. Self-sabotage, limiting beliefs, who am I? Imposter syndrome. Like I I can't think of any of my clients who haven't dealt with those things along the way. That's just a part of getting to what you really want to do is eliminating those kinds of things.
1: Yeah. Or shifting through them. I mean, I think that at every level, because really, you know, you're shifting through those things to get to the next level. And at every level, you think you have dealt with all of those things, and then they just kind of pop up in a different way. Uh, The great thing, though, about that is that you've already shifted through the months. So now you can see them better, and you can shift through them faster, because you can, you know, talk yourself kind of right through it instead of, sitting in that place of like, what's going wrong? What am I doing wrong? Who am I to do this? All of those things. Now you're saying, okay, I felt this before. I know what this is. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take some action. We're going to get some clarity and we're going to just keep going.
0: So true. Yeah. And I love the awareness factor, right? Like if we don't know if we've never faced it before, I think we've always faced these things. I don't think that an adult and you're an entrepreneur suddenly you have limiting beliefs about yourself. I think we carry those from childhood, really. And that's one of the things I love talking about is how when children don't complete activities, don't achieve goals, they grow up to be adults who believe that they're really not capable of completing things, achieving things. Right. So you and I've talked about that. It's it mm-hmm. when we're young, we bring it into adulthood. And I, I think that entrepreneurship is like the best personal development course you could ever take
1: yeah I agree it's uh, it's like personal development with a paycheck
0: <laughs> if there is a paycheck that's the goal <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> there will be there will be a paycheck but yeah and even if there isn't now when there is a paycheck you're still gonna be doing the personal development so
0: it's a layer that gets handled and then another new layer is revealed if you're mm-hmm. lucky a couple of weeks later, you get a little break, you can feel really good. And then the new layer shows up and you're like, oh, like you said, Janessa, I I know what this is. That's such a actually we you and I talked a little bit about this show being all about freedom and liberation. And I think mm-hmm. maybe this fits in right there. When you see it, you're no longer bound by it. So right. how, how do you help your clients do that, Janessa? What what do you do to help clients get through? And uh, work through and shift those limiting beliefs.
1: Yeah. So, most of the time, you know, clients will come to me and we'll be working on like their marketing plan or, you know, their brand blueprint. Like, how are they going to get themselves out there and be seen? And with all of those things come doubt and, you know, the imposter syndrome and I'm stuck. I don't, what am I doing wrong? What am I not doing? All of these things. So, that's how they show up right? That's how these things show up is doubts. And, you know, shifting out of those things is me saying to them, okay, I get it. I get it. And let's feel it because you have to feel it to accept it, right? So let's feel how this feels because the next time you feel this, you're going to know it better. And what action can you take today that is going to, you know, create that next level or that clarity for you or that a little bit more confidence where you're going to say okay that wasn't so bad because usually it's just our ego it's and our egos popping up and saying oh let's not do that because we don't know what's going to happen and you know or that's not safe and i'm air quoting safe um you know that's what our ego is for to keep us safe quote unquote <laughs> but our ego you know way back when was to keep us safe from like the big lions and tigers that were chasing us um, to get us uh, away, throw that adrenaline in and get our body pumping so that we could get away from the thing that was going to eat us, right? We don't need to worry about that today. But our ego is still there. And, you know, I call her a she because I am a she. So <laughs> she pops up and she's like, oh, that's scary. And when your ego feels like it's scary, then it's not safe. So it would rather keep you comfortable in your comfort zone, hanging out and just kind of not doing that next thing because it's just easier, right? right? The, the next step in that clarity is, is the hard part. It's actually just taking that step And doing that next action, that is usually the hardest part. And it's, you know, once you do it, you're like, oh, that, that's it. (laughs) That was the part. Yeah. And then you see what's, what's going to happen. And you still, you know, you take the step after step after step. And the more you step, the more confidence you get, you know, and the more liberated you feel because you're like, oh, I can do this. You know, it's. So that's really what it is. It's just planning the steps of what you're gonna do next to get through those limiting beliefs. Every time you, you know, take that step and you can prove to yourself that there's evidence that that limiting belief isn't true, you're rewiring something in your head to say, or in your brain to say, oh, you know, let's create a new pathway uh, because this wasn't true. That's how our subconscious works. Right. We, you know, tell ourselves a story or something happened and embedded this belief into our head that said, you know, we're not, we're not good enough, or you know, something. And it could have been the silliest little thing. It didn't have, doesn't have to be a traumatic thing. It could be a very small thing that we probably don't even remember, uh, or it could be a traumatic event. Depends on the person. But when you have those limiting beliefs, it is something that you believe is true all of the time, period, end of story. So when you start to show yourself that it's not true, that here's evidence that this isn't true, then your, you know, your brain starts to rewire itself to say, oh, okay, you know, this, is, this is different and I can be different and I can have different and I can do different. I don't, I'm not stuck here anymore. I can create more.
0: Well, and. Kind of
1: a long, long winded answer, but.
0: (laughs) And, you know, so as you're talking, I'm thinking because you do branding, you Mm -hmm. are getting people into a more visible place. And I think that's a big fear for people, right? Like they can do all the back-end work. They can get their course ready. They can get their program ready. They can create content. But now, the next big step is becoming visible in the marketplace yeah. and branding yourself. And if you're a, a personal brand, now like you are the brand. like your face, your words, your name, everything is pointed towards you. And that is a scary place to be. Who's gonna believe me? why Why am I credible? Who would bother coming to me? Like there are so many stories we can tell ourselves. there are a million coaches oh, yeah. out there there are a million doctors out there. I work with a doctor. There are a million whatevers. And who am I to show up here uh, like a rock star, right? It's yeah. renting.
1: I think that's the basis of the mindset when we get to the point of, okay, now we get to go out. You know, you've got all of these things down, you know who your ideal client is, you know what your messages, you know what your brand story is, you know all of these things that create the foundation to build this amazing brand. But now you, you are the face. You have to put your words, your product, your service, your course, your whatever it is out into the world with your face on it. And that does scare the crap out of a lot of people. And it it does it it takes some time, you know, because and it steps. I've done it myself, you know, you, I remember the very first time I hit the go live button, I was like, I was like squeaking out words. Um, I had everything written down. I was totally reading everything and I was sweating. It was like getting up in front of the, you know, sixth grade class with your book report and you have to read it. I I used to hate that. Like used to make me physically sick to do it. Um, now I could, you know, stand up in front of whoever and, but it's learning who you are and being okay with who you are, being okay with making those mistakes and, you know, saying to yourself, I, there isn't a failure. There are no failures. It's just a lesson. But the only time you're going to fail is if you quit, if you stop trying, making the mistakes and just being okay with making the mistakes and okay with quote unquote, like failing fast and failing hard, like do it fast so that you learn the lessons so that you can keep going. Right. I think those are um, you know the best pieces of advice I can give people is that you are worth it. We're all worth it. You are expert enough because trust me, even if you know 5% more than your audience does, you know 5% more than your audience does. And believe me, there are people that don't know as much as you. There are people that know more than you. It doesn't matter. You are you and nobody else can be that. So go be you truthfully and honestly and authentically.
0: Yeah. And I have to agree, you know, going live, I love public speaking. I, I love it. Like I like the stage. I like getting up. I never had a problem with that. And going live on Facebook, you know, I did it a few months ago and my video showed up upside down and I was like, well, that's it. (laughs) thing or maybe it was sideways it was something and I thought okay that's not very professional but I just laughed I just thought okay that's hilarious actually like whose video shows up sideways what yeah Um, you know (laughs) just being okay with that and not sweating it and I also love what you said about you know you know five percent more than the next person or ten percent more or whatever I taught piano for years I still teach and I remember coaching other teachers who were new to the method that I teach and saying, I, I have not learned the whole method. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, more than every student you have, that's all that's important that you're just ahead of them. You don't have to be complete. You just need to be farther enough ahead that you can provide value. And that's what we can do. And so we, I think it's really great when we can be honest with our clients too, or help them be honest with their clients and say, look, This is how long I've been doing this thing. This is why I have credibility and I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm not, I don't have it mastered because we never really have anything mastered. I mean, if, if you have a beginner's mind, you know that if you have a beginner's mind, you think you're awesome and you are awesome, but you also don't know everything, right?
1: Right. Well, and I think that's where a lot of people get held back too is that they feel like they don't know enough, Mm -hmm. even though they do know more than the audience that's following them. Like that's all that matters. Right. You don't have to know everything. It doesn't have to be perfect. It can be messy. It can, you know, look quote unquote unprofessional to you, but to your audience, they're like, she's just showing up.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, that you leading by that example, just showing up is All that your, you know, audience or your kids or your, you know, family or anybody else looking up to you cares about is that you're just showing up.
0: Yeah,
1: and it helps everyone else realize that they can just show up too. Doesn't? They don't have to be perfect to do it.
0: Right. And I actually really enjoy my friends and colleagues on Facebook in particular that just show up. Right. I just sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Right, I have a couple friends that are kind of crazy and I'm like, well, that's interesting. But then I think, yeah, but I know who they are. There's no illusion. And I'm very interested in the whole concept of illusion. And I think, well, we could go off on a rabbit trail on this one, but I think Facebook is the perfect place to, to have illusions because we do tend to want to show up when we look perfect, when we have our, our self-scripted. So we say the right things at the right time. And it's all, you know, I used to talk to my best friend about just how Facebook was the ultimate self-promotion tool, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that yeah. was about-
1: the highlight reel of your life, right?
0: Right. That wasn't about business. That was just like, oh, you know, here's how I'm looking today. Here's how, I-. and I, and it really is very loud for me that that is kind of the uh, weirdness about Facebook is it's a, a lot of times not real life. So if we, as business owners and entrepreneurs can show up as ourselves. We are unique right there. Mm -hmm. We are unique. Mm -hmm. Like my upside down video, that was unique. And I, I kind of laughed about it, but I thought, well, that's real life.
1: How many times have I shown up like on a live in my group and with like, no makeup, my hair's in a messy bun and you, you can see my background, Robin, but nobody else can. Like she's looking at my like messy unmade bed right now. I mean I will actually, you know, make my bed when I go live, but the point is is that you know I would show up that way because I told them that I would.
0: Yes,
1: right? Yes. And even if I'm not quite camera ready, I don't I don't care because how I look, yes, it does as a human being, we do resonate with facial you know features facial expressions things like that how people talk all of these things but if i'm showing up to give you value that it doesn't necessarily matter where i look but how i look what my background looks like or anything else it's really just the words coming out of my mouth that are meant to you know help you give you value give you inspiration motivation whatever it is i'm talking about that day so I, my audience knows this about me that, you know, I will show up with my hair in a messy bun. I will show up ready to go. I will show up. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. If I said I'm going to show up, then I'm going to come show up. And if I'm five minutes off another call and I haven't had a chance to totally brush my hair yet that day, it just gets thrown up in a messy bun and here I am. Yeah. But that's how I am anywhere.
0: Right. Yeah, so. I worry about it way less than I used to most mm. of the week, <laughs> unless unless I'm a, a complete disaster and then I probably worry about it. But if I'm just my normal self, then, you know, you just get me however I am, which maybe it's getting older and not caring as much, or also just being really aware of the illusion on Facebook and and in life and just not wanting to buy into that so much anymore.
1: Yeah, like you're not living your life for everybody else. You're living your life for you. That's right. So, you know, if it makes you happy and it makes you comfortable and, you know, you said you were going to show up and do this thing, like your eye makeup doesn't have to be perfect. Your hair doesn't have to be perfect. The background doesn't have to be perfect. Um, Your clothes don't have to be perfect. If you're going out to meet your friend for coffee, like, does it really matter? Do the people at that coffee shop, matter that much that you have to put a brand new dress on today no you are never going to see those people again so <laughs> your friend matters and if your friend cares about what you look like that much then you know maybe you shouldn't be having coffee with them <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: that's funny well you're right so janessa i know we don't have uh, all the time in the world but you and i could just sit and talk about this stuff all day long i think i know but i'd love to talk to you about goals Mm. You talked to me about sexy goals. And so I have to talk <laughs> now that we've been talking about showing up in our like sweats at coffee, and now we're talking about sexy goals. I'm I sure it goes together, but that's okay. So we're talking about setting sexy goals that you love and that you just can't wait to get behind so that you're excited and pumped so that you want to show up and accomplish those goals. So tell me about how to do that. How do you set those kinds of goals for yourself?
1: Yeah. So I I think the first thing I want to say to that is that, you know, the word sexy and goals usually don't go together either. Right. Um, Which is exactly why I came up with, with this acronym because it's, we self sabotage ourselves. The second that we say, I, I'm going to set a goal, whether it's a new year's resolution or, a personal goal, a business goal. I have found that most people think of the word goal as um, impossible, almost. Not impossible, but hard to reach, hard to do. So we're telling ourselves already, I'm going to set this goal and it's going to be hard. Well, it doesn't have to be hard, right? It, and if you think about it as hard, it's going to be hard. Like what you tell yourself is what's going to happen. Like you're creating your own reality when you say it's hard. So I came up with a very simple acronym to make sure that, you know, when you're setting your goal, that it is a sexy goal that you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I can't wait to do that. I can't wait to show up and do the things that get me there. And it's really very simple. The, The S is actually stands for simple. Make sure it's a simple goal. I didn't say it was an easy goal. I said it was a simple goal. So very, um, you know, it should be specific but it should also be not complicated. Um, And then the I is for, uh, the I, what am I saying? The I, (laughs) The the E, executable. Uh, Make sure that you can execute on your goal. Like, what are you going to do to get there? So breaking those goals down into daily tasks that are like non-negotiables. And then the X is for exciting. Make sure it's an exciting goal that you're feeling excited about it. You know, if uh, some of us in in business, like my audience right now is, they're striving for like their five-figure months, right? So if you're saying, oh, I want to hit a million dollars this year, that's possible, but it might feel a little overwhelming, right? Right. Um, So make sure that it's a goal that you're excited about. That executable, simple, and then the why is actually stands for why. Like, why do you want this goal? Knowing why you want a goal will help you to reach that goal many times faster than not knowing why you want the goal. A lot of us just throw goals up like, oh, I wanna increase my revenue by 20% or I wanna gain all these new people in my audience. I need all these new clients. Okay, but why? Right? Why do you need those things? And that makes us think about our goals a lot more um, because we're like, oh, uh, is this just an ego boost? Am I just putting these goals down because it would be awesome to have them? You know, great, it it is awesome to have them. But are these the goals that you need to reach first? Like, and then what are you gonna get out of those goals? So once you reach them, what is that gonna give you? Knowing those things when you reach your goal is Important, super important, because it leads you right into being excited about why you're setting them. So I'd much rather have sexy goals than just goals.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I really like that too, Janessa. I think that's the motivation factor is huge, and the why, which is the motivation factor. If you don't have the why, like, why bother, right? So, yeah. and that goes for any goals, personal or professional. The first thing that was an S, simple. I also appreciate that because I think what happens is that people, including me, underestimate. I'm better now, but I used to be really crazy about this. I'd be like, yeah, we can get that, that thing done like in no time at all. And then I what I failed to do was to look at the actual steps it would take me to hit that goal. So mm. I would just say a goal and I'd be like, yeah, we'll get that done in two weeks. Well, actually within Oh, so I'll give you an example. Last November, I decided I would do a five day Facebook challenge. And I was told by, by Alina Vincent, who's a remarkable and super smart and does this stuff all the time. She's like the queen of the challenge. She was like, yeah, it's six steps or whatever. Well, Okay. So I took it on and decided I would do that like in about 16 days or something crazy like that. And I put the whole thing together. I spent 130 hours, one, three, zero, getting that thing together because I did not understand all of the sub goals within the, the six steps, right? There were uh, mm-hmm. so many
1: mm-hmm.
0: within the steps and Alina's great and she was right, except there were micro things that needed to happen to support micro
1: goals
0: (laughs) so many so many so many that had to do with tech and Mm -hmm. so many parts and pieces so it is like being realistic about that simple goal like okay great it's simple but you said not necessarily easy so we have way more success when we're practical because if i had given up i would have not met the goal just being realistic about what that goal actually means. I think a lot of people miss that. At least I can do. And I know other people who will set the goal. And then when reality hits, it's like, Oh
1: yeah. You're like, what what do you mean? I have to do all those things. Right. Yeah. And and if you, uh, again, if you gave up on that, you know, doing those things, you probably wouldn't have learned 90% of Launching a challenge because you know there are. You said that and you said sixteen days, and I know you could see my face, but not everyone else could. I was like, Eek. <laughs> "That's short time to just set up a an awesome challenge to launch." It
0: was insanity, and I built a group. I think I had a hundred and thirty people that participated, and I had a group of like three hundred and fifty, like, like that, really fast. Awesome. Which was yes, it was really awesome. I would love that to happen again with the knowledge I gained from doing it the first time, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. that, that was crazy town. But I, I also think I talk to people a lot about confidence through completion and completion mm-hmm. can even be, oh, okay, I see what I just committed to and it's not doable. Like, and it's better to end it with yourself and say, actually, this is not the right time. This, is, this was not the right goal. I am not prepared to see it through and accountably end it. Let yourself off the hook and then plan a different time for that goal if you realize it's too big. Yeah, or just
1: tweak it, or Tweak it, sure. Sure.
0: Mm. Absolutely. So tweaking it could have looked like, oh, let's do it in January instead, not December right before Christmas. Yeah. That could have been an easy adjustment, but but also having uh, the kind of grace for yourself too so that you don't beat yourself up. If you do tweak it or decide wrong goal, wrong time or whatever, like we need to be able to release that without any guilt or shame.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's another thing that is a big misconception about goals is that once you write them, they're set in stone. They are absolutely not. They're absolutely not, absolutely not. Because you're evolving, you're growing. If you're a business owner, your business is evolving and growing. Your audience is, you know, changing so if you have set this goal and even if it was a sexy goal and something changes along the way and that goal no longer makes sense, you can absolutely change it. You can either completely change it or you can tweak it to meet you, know, meet you where you are now because when you wrote it, you're probably a different person you know, in three months, six months and that goal might not be the perfect goal as you grow. So yes, giving yourself the grace and not feeling guilt and shame about being able to tweak your goals or change your goals or release your goals. Right. But you know, is super important being just knowing that you can.
0: Yeah. I always tell people, look, it's your business. Like it's like, don't do this for other people. Do it for you. You're the only one you're answering to. Yes. So make it work for you. Don't try to make yourself into a pretzel, or just because you said something and announced something doesn't mean that you can't renegotiate it and change it up with yourself or with others. So Janessa, we've been having a great conversation and I think we're just about out of time. Like you and I could probably go on and on forever. We have a lot that we could talk about and totally totally fun. I would love for you to tell people where they can find you.
1: Sure, yeah, Uh, you can come to my website Uh, It is thebrandmaven.net. My Instagram, I hang out there a lot, is um, at thebrand.maven. My free Facebook group, anybody is welcome in there. Um, It is called Your Next Level Marketing Mindset and Business. You can find that right through my business page. You just search my name and it'll pop up. And let's see where else. Oh, come listen to my podcast. The elevate podcast, it's on all the major platforms. Um, if you type in Elevate with Janessa, it should pop right up for you.
0: Wonderful. And we'll put all of that information for you in the show notes. So you'll be able to quickly connect with Janessa. If you'd like to follow her, connect with her, uh, check her out. She's really awesome. As you can tell from our conversation today, she's a great person to help with getting more visibility, dealing with those mindset issues that come up so that you can play your bigger role in your own world. Right?
1: Yes. Amen.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today.
1: No, thank you so much for having me. It was great. Great talking to you, Robin.
0: You're welcome. All right. And we'll see you next time on the liberated life. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at quittingculture.com.